a drifter, came riding out of the West. You know him as Clint Eastwood. The citizens of Lago didn't know him at all. What did you say your name was again? I didn't. Fear was in their greeting. Murder was in their minds. We're talking about hiring a gunfighter. Yeah, we don't know anything. The house is burned. You don't want your women touched. You don't want anything to happen. Except you're afraid to do anything about it. That stranger's got everybody in this town at each other's throats. One man against one town. Not bad odds. About time this town has a new sheriff. I'm the sheriff. And the mayor. I'm, I'm the mayor. Any objections? No. You shot my ear off! I'll kill everybody! You know what you are. You're an animal. Well, you have a way of bringing that out. Podcast. My name is Simon Meddings. And I'm MC Kelly. And welcome to the show. Um, how are you, Kel? All right. And as per <coughs> usual, Simon is a sick man of the podcast world. Yeah, I, I do apologise. Um, I have a, a cold. And it tends to affect my voice a little bit. So if I suddenly start to drift off, Kel, you're going to have to take over, mate. Why? See, doing it again, you're, you're inflicting your accent, you're you questioning that then, oh. like Australians do. <laughs> yeah, take up, mate. That's it, mate. Not a question. <laughs> so, uh, welcome to the show. I uh, hope you enjoyed uh, last month's uh, episode, which of course was on uh, Get Carter. Um, so I'm going to give a bit of a shout out here. I've got some interesting news for you. Um, one of our listeners uh, sent us a, a, a gift, did he not? It's amazing. 
Have you watched yours yet? I've watched about half of it. Have you? Yeah, what's about like I said, I watched like the uh, watched the Wogan stuff ah, and uh, right. I am gonna watch it, but like, I watched it in bit. I was watching it like I was quite uh, relaxed. Oh, <laughs> so uh, was you eating some cookies? Then, I, was, right? I was eating Pringles at the time. <laughs> I thought so, you said you was. No, no, I got back on them. I got fucking back on them. <laughs> They're not my weakness, man. Bury me. I tell you, when I die, you can bury me in a tube. In the a Pringle, Pringles tube. tube. Yeah, that'd be like you know, like you know, people have like them flowers of all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mine'd yeah. be like flowers, and, and it'd be like a Pringle flowers. Then that'd be great. <laughs> Would you pop? You can't stop. Would you yeah. pop off? You can't stop. <laughs> hey. um, yeah, so a uh, massive shout out to Jonathan Dorr, uh, one of our listeners, who's very kindly uh, made a compilation uh, DVD of Christopher Lee and... Which is uh, amazing, isn't it? Peter Cushing. I was going to say Christopher Biggins. Then, but, uh, <laughs> Do not send us no. a Christopher Biggins DVD. Because we'll but not get I, I received an email from him earlier on. I, don't, I, I, I can't recall. From Christopher Biggins? No, no. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Hey, yeah, the Biggins is coming <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah. From Jonathan, who is doing you another disc. Uh, he's found, which he believes is the concert you went to, of uh, John Carpenter's concert. So, how so, crazy is that? I know, I know. Jonathan, you are too kind. Yeah, it's too amazing. Kind. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that's very, very lovely of you. You've got. Yeah. You're very good. Better than that. Yeah, better than anything we could do. Yeah, yeah. We could about knock this up and there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I, say, I say we, I yeah. mean you. Yeah, right, <laughs> yeah. And also, a massive thank you to everybody who has uh, uh, given us some ratings on iTunes. And whatever other podcaster I don't know, site that you get this show from. It would be interesting to know actually um, where people get the show from apart from iTunes. Because I think you can get Stitcher Radio, which we have a banner for on our website. Oh. Um, so thanks for that. We've had a few uh, iTunes reviews. I'll give you shout outs when I get around to actually looking at uh, the people's names on there. And uh, We had one criticism. Oh, well, it's not... Uh, not too bad, but it's a technical criticism about us wanting having to have directional microphones. Oh, you were on about this, it really yeah, which, up a bit, I, could, I think it'd be anyway, but <laughs> only because like, about that one. I, you know, I, we might sound, uh, but we don't sound professional, especially, especially at the moment. Um, but we do. We, for those in the, who want to know, uh, we actually record on a Tascam portable uh, recording device, um, which tends to do the job of you well. And we would actually love to. Um, Go down the directional microphone route. I've actually, I've actually looked at buying some um, clip-on microphones oh. and plugging them in. The only trouble is, is that I'm not that savvy. Yeah, yeah. I might have to have a chat with our, our mate Jen Rose because she's writing a book on podcasting. Yeah. And we broke <laughs> And we have no money. <laughs> yeah, um, so, so it's a great criticism, but you're always going to take it to them two things. One, we are not going to spend any more. Wow, we ain't got none. No. No, we we uh we struggle to pay the fees for this, this show. <laughs> anyway, enough of our woes, everybody. Uh, anything to report on the station TV? Uh, Discovery was ace. Let's not give any spoilers. Yeah, yeah. Like I said I was uh disappointed by the first half of it. Uh-huh. Then I saw. Um, I think it got its act together. Ooh. Mm. Mm, told you to get into it. Do you want to do an advertisement for this? while I'm drinking. Yeah, no. People in America know about it. Called uh, uh, Jaritas. Uh, is it Jerry Toss or Jerry Toes? Harry Toss. It's probably Harry Toss. Harry Toss. But it's like, I had it in Mexico and it's like uh, mm. pop stroke soda, whatever you want to say. How can it be called natural flavour? Oh, no, soda? it's not natural. I said this it's to the Mexican waiter and he said, oh, it's just something <laughs> they put on it over there. It means nothing. So um, it's amazing drinks. Okay, so this is. But uh, he's drinking uh, one day, he's drinking uh, some Mexican cola. Well, how much is this in it? 400 and. 
Oh no, no, don't do not do not look at the calorie content and do not look at the sugar content or caffeine content. Carbohydrates eleven point seven. It's of which sugars is eleven point seven. Oh yes. That's why it's so good, isn't it? Yeah, eleven percent of that. I was was just about to turn around, mate, and say at the end of the day the nice things are full of shit, aren't they, really? It's true. I'm just going to have a sip. You can, yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, no, I was going to say, I think uh, Discovery sort of uh, <clears throat> upped its game by the end. Yeah, absolutely. There's still little things I'm not so keen on. Yeah. I want more crew. I want do you, more ship. Do you think it's a bit of a... Oh, no, I think by it. the end, I don't know yeah. what that's going to do for it. Is it's going to... People's uh, going to go on about... We yeah. won't say it. No, because there's people out there who Even might not have seen it. But... Who, when you watch it, you'll know exactly what we're talking yeah, about. I... Something happens at the end, and I think... It's wicked when it happens, oh, it but is. is it just going to completely dominate that show now? Because all you're going to want, you're gonna want then is thinking, why can't we just have more of that? Yeah, oh, oh I've never saw him as the cat. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And would it be like a young looking version of the person who plays him in the film? Yeah. This is it, I, I don't know, because it's, it's in that world, isn't it? It's in the yeah. film world, isn't I it? I don't know, is it? Oh. I don't know. I don't care about all that. Anyway. I don't care about all that. I just think it's all bullshit anyway. Like, they would have been better off just... Ooh, anyway, like, up as go well, let's, let's, not, <laughs> let's not get in that one because that's one for when we do another Star Trek episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which Sooner or later. Which anyway, happen. Um, what, was, what was I going to say? Uh, well, I've got nothing to say. No, no. Oh, it's been, really, no, that's it's it, been a bit depressing month, isn't it? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, 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 listeners. You'll see our uh, by January and February, not our favourite months. As you can tell by our two really quite grim films we do in January and February. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. when it's like, goes, you did another, another revenge film. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did say to you that. Maybe we should do a comedy yeah. sooner or later. And why do you diss my comedy? Maybe it's because of work and we want revenge. And I've had two funerals this year. Yeah, yeah, it's been right. good. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, what are we talking about? Actually, talk- to be fair, I always find this really weird. I turn around to you and say, what are we talking about? Yet, the people on the podcast will know what it's about because yeah. it's got the big title on it and yeah. a picture. But still, for those who may be blind, blind, yeah. maybe they're blind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Blind listeners. That's true. Uh, we are doing uh, High Plains Drifter. We are indeed. And what do we do before we do it? Play the... You're playing the theme tune in the beginning. Yes. It's amazing. It is amazing, isn't it?
really eerie. Do you know what I like about it? Because you think, oh, it's sort of electronic, isn't it? It's all electronic. But then the way it goes into the classic Western Mm. theme, I love the way it does it because it starts off otherworldly. Because it is an otherworldly film, isn't it? Yeah. And, you know, we are going to talk about the things that are wrong with this film as well. So don't... If if anyone's fans of this film and go, you know, we are going to talk about some of the things in it, but... I like the way he's otherworldly. Even the town don't look right, does it? No. Something's not right. Well, it's all, all half finished, isn't it? Yeah, which is, yeah. Which is really nice. I quite like it. And again, it's got that classic. He's obviously... What's nice about this is that... Because Clint Eastwood uh, directs this film, you can see that he's he learned a lot from Sergio Leone because it's the opening thing he's... It's there, not his it? first film, though, is it? He directed, no, is no, it? No, 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 it isn't. Because no. I didn't realise he'd been directing for so long. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read you some stuff out in a minute, but before I do that, because it was directed by Clint Eastwood, written by Ernest Tudderman. Um It was released on August the 22nd, 1973. So it was just a little bit before we were born. But, yeah, what a brilliant few years of films, though, Dirty oh, Harry and well, everything. Clint Eastwood. I think you're going to be a little bit amazed by this. Um... It was it was released. Uh, it's a winning time of 105 minutes. Budget of 5.5 million. Made 15.7 million. Oh, that's good. And the film was shot on location on the shores of Mono Lake. California. Where was it? Mono Lake. Did you know, I was trying to follow. Look, I couldn't find where it was. It was yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful place. The interesting it? thing, Mono Lake, um, is the, he actually went scouting around that place. Um, it says here, like, after scouting locations alone in a pickup truck in Oregon, Nevada, and California, he settled on the highly photogenic Mono Lake area. Over 50 technicians and construction workers built an entire town, 14 houses, a church and a two-story hotel, in 18 days. Bloody hell. Using 150,000 feet of timber. Mm. Complete buildings rather than facades were built so that Eastwood could shoot interior scenes on site. Additional scenes were filmed at Reno, Nevada's uh, Winnemucca Lake and California's Indian National uh, Forest. The film was completed in just six weeks. Two days ahead of schedule and under budget, which is one of Clint Eastwood's yeah, uh, rules of thumb. He's famous, isn't he? And sometimes yeah, yeah. it can hold him back because some of his films are a bit poor because he don't. He he, sometimes you need to do have a look at the shot. I, I think so. Yeah, he's one of these guys where he doesn't believe in like he does. Mind you, I don't. No, don't do not like this. And I think I, I, I like I like the sentiment. But sometimes shots need thinking about them now. I think sometimes, yeah. but Not all the while. I'm not talking like Teddy Gilliam length of films. But oh, no. Sometimes. Stanley Kubrick. Some, yeah. But I think sometimes you can shoot. A sh- There's nothing wrong with shooting, shooting a scene. Then having a look on your monitor and thinking, oh, wait a minute. I think I could make that just a little bit better. Yeah. Than just going, move on, it's <coughs> done. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Well, I suppose it's more tourist, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, this was released by Universal Pictures, but it was made by the Mal Paso Company, which of course is Clint Eastwood's company. Now, I'm going to read you out, and this is going to be a bit of a long list, so I do apologise, listeners. The Mal Paso Company and also Mal Paso Productions list of films they've done, and I think you'll be amazed at this huh? of how well just <laughs> how good they are. Okay, so. The first film they did was Hang 'em High. Oh, I've loved that. Oh, classic. I'm not going to read the years out. Okay. No, 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 no. Coogan's Bluff. Oh. Paint Your Wagon. Bloody hell. Two Mules for Sister Sarah. The Big Ilded. Play Misty for Me. He did the Big Old. Big Old, sorry. He yeah. did the Big Old. Big Old. Amazing. Uh, Play Misty for Me. Dirty Harry. Oh. Joe Kidd. High Plains Drifter. Breezy. Magnum Force. Oh, yeah. Thunderbolt and Lightfoot. Oh. The Iger Sanction. The Outlaw Josie Wales, <clears throat> The Enforcer, The Gauntlet, Every Which Way But Loose, Escape from Alcatraz, Any Which Way You Can, Firefox, Honky Tonk Man, Sudden Impact, Tightrope, City Heat, 
Pale Rider, Heartbreak Ridge, uh. Rat Boy, Bird, and now my Paso Productions, The Deadpool, Pink Cadillac, uh. White Hunter, Black Heart, The Rookie, Unforgiven, A Perfect World, The Bridges of Madison County, The Stars Fell on Henrietta, Absolute Power, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, True Crime, Space Cowboys, I love that film, mm-hmm. Bloodwork, Mystic River, Million Dollar Baby, <clears throat> Flags of Our Fathers and Letters from Arajima, Veils and Toys, Changing, Changeling, Gran Torino, Invictus, Hereafter, J. Edgar, uh, Trouble with the Curve, Jersey Boys, American Sniper, and Sully, and the latest one, which comes out this year, The 517 to Paris. Yeah, that's that. It's that it, uh, I now, tell you what, that's an impressive that production is, company, isn't it? That is. That must it, be a very rich production company. Well, Clint Eastwood is estimated to be worth about three hundred seventy-five million. What? <laughs> that's, in, that's in dollars, though, Carl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not yeah. pounds. Yeah, uh, Clint Eastwood. Now, have we done it? Yeah, we've done Dirty Harry, haven't we? We have done Dirty Harry. Mm. Yeah, I, I, you know, he's. Can we do Heartbreak Ridge, man? Well, mainly just because it's got the best. It'll have the best uh, clips in the world. That's going to be a hell of a Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all a rack and roll. That is an impressive list, isn't it? It's amazing, isn't it? I mean, obviously, I'm not saying that he's directed them. And, and people got about like Miramax being brilliant. Miramax are good. They've done some good things, but not, not in that kind of level. That, Especially them early bloody films. Well, bloody hell. I'd probably say really there's maybe... Uh, yeah, there's... 10, 10%, well, maybe not. No, maybe only 5% of that list. Uh, and I'm not even saying they're bad films, just not as well. No, not as classic as yeah, yeah. But I mean, just look at the, the, the later ones that he's just done. Uh, American Sniper, of course. Uh, again, uh, fairly political. Sully, again, a true story, but also you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Truth. And the, the, the fifteen, seventeen to Paris, of course, is a, is another really important film. But I mean, I think sometimes you look through those lists of the films he's done and. Um, Clinton towards political party. Uh, he was a Republican before 1952. Because he was the governor when he had come oh, out. Yeah, then he was independent from 74 to 97. Uh-huh. And now he's a well known libertarian uh, from, from around about 97, that's into 99. Yeah, yeah. Something happened in between then 2009. Um, he's been married several times Maggie Johnson, uh, Dina Roots, uh, and his partners have been Sandra Locke. Sandra Locke's uh, the finest one, yeah. isn't it? And Francis Fisher. Uh, Clint, Clint How old is he now? How old? Oh, mate, he's 87. He's what? born in May the 31st, 1930. You know what? I, I don't want to say it, touch with anything. No. But because, I mean, he's 87, yet that dude looks like he could oh, still yeah. break someone's face. Yeah, yeah, he's still got the same squint and look. He's still got his own acting style. Well, you know what? I mean, his squint actually made me feel better when I was younger because I, I have a natural squint myself. Yeah, because you know? yeah, because you can see it, it's the most famous squint in Hollywood, hasn't it? Got to be because yeah, that is his acting style, really, isn't it? Yeah, it's looking in the middle distance, squinting, isn't squinting. it? Jack Nicholson's is smiling. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, I'm not saying this as a negative, mean. but no, these no, no. were film stars. I don't think Clint Eastwood ever saw himself as an amazing actor, did he? No, oh, because I mean, you know, he's but, too but, tall he for know, that for one as well. Yeah, he's exactly. too big, you know. But he also, <coughs> excuse me. He also knows what what he wants. He also, you know, you know, he knows the kind of films that he does, and he does them very well. I love Gran Torino. Yeah, one yeah. because it's one because it's one of those films where, you know, he like Dirty Harry. He hates everybody. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And there's something quite nice about that about not being, you know, limited to what you can say. Harry Brown is a bit similar to yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. I love that kind of thing. I'm just going to read you out the uh, the list of uh, people who are in this film. Obviously, Clint's in it is the stranger. Werner Bloom as Sarah Bell. Now, Werner Bloom, born uh, August 7th, 1939. Um, she, <clears throat> excuse me, 
she was in the made-for-TV movie Where Have All the People Gone with Peter Graves and Catherine Quinlan. She's had more than 30 film roles in uh, television and film, including playing Mary, the mother of Jesus, in The Last Temptation of Christ. Oh, I love, I really love that film. <clears throat> uh, Billy Curtis as uh, Mordicia. Now, Mordicia? Mordicia? Uh, uh, well, well it, it's like I said, it's biblical. So in the Bible, it's uh, Mordecai. Mordecai, Mordecai, yeah. but... I, I, I don't know if it's meant to be this well. You know, I think it is. It obviously is. He's called that. I think that's what he's called, yeah. yeah. Now, he was born uh, June the 27th, 1909, passed away November the 9th, 1988. Uh, been in, uh, had a 50-year career. In, in and you think about, you know, as we'll go through that, he's probably the only nice guy, isn't he? Uh, yeah, because didn't he hide from He hide because he was scared right. of bullying him as well, didn't he? Yeah, they? which is the reason why. Well, he's, anyway, yeah. we're not we're jumping ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Anyway, next, next uh, Mitchell Ryan... Uh, Mitchell Ryan as Dave Drake. I'm just going to jump through a couple of them because there's, uh, there's no need to read every single person out. Jeffrey Lewis is probably the most well-known one here with yep. Stacey Bridges the Outlaw. Now, uh, Jeffrey Lewis went on, of course, to star in countless amount of other films, including Thunderbolt and Nightfall, Every Which Way But oh. Loose, Bronco Billion, If You Are You Camping, Cadillac, Midnight in the Garden of Good uh, and Evil. Now, uh, he's, he's also the father of uh, Julia Lewis. Wonderful actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wonderful yeah. actor. Uh, one of the other persons who stands out, uh, for me anyway, uh, was two people, is William O'Connell as the barber, one because of his hair. Is it, yeah. But also, as I just quickly show you this, Cal, he was also that character in Star Trek. Oh, he was the, uh, the Andor, in an Andor. <coughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. There you go. Well, Star Trek always gets there, doesn't it? It always gets in there. Of course, John Hilleman, uh, most known as Higgy Baby. In uh, Magnum P.I. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's in this one. And now, the funny interesting thing about John Hillman, because sadly he passed away uh, no. last year, uh, everyone thinks he's, he's English, mainly because of his he, his voice. Not at all. Pure Texan. Born in Texas, passed away in Texas. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. That's what, I tell you what, though, he had a good English accent. He did do a very good accent. Not because it weren't so obvious. Not, not an easy accent to do, especially when you come from Texas. Exactly. Yeah. And not the plummy. He, he weren't doing a plummy. Anyone can do the plummy yeah, English accent, yeah, can't you? That's yeah. the easy part. But it's like, oh, I didn't know that. Uh, and the other person is uh, Buddy Van Horn, who plays the Marshal Jim Duncan, which is, of course, as we talk yeah. about later on. Uh, and now he's most well known for being uh, Clint Eastwood's stunt. No, you told me this back this morning, straight yeah. away. This, this listeners was at five past seven this morning, he was telling me this back. <laughs> did very good. And he's also, yeah, not only is he uh, a long time uh, uh, Clint Eastwood stunt double, uh, but also directed several of his films as well. Oh. And did a lot of uh, second unit work on a lot of Clint Eastwood films. So they obviously have an incredibly, you know, good, uh, uh, you know, partnership together. And this is what I've noticed about Clint Eastwood with all these films from El Paso. You look at the list of the people in this film and you go and look at the other films that Mal Paso has done. A lot of these people are in them again. He obviously remembers who he works with and he's very sort of like loyal to those workers. Well, you know, you're thinking like years ago, like you'd have a repertory, mm. like repertory theatre. So what was it? It was the same group of people doing different things. And and I like thinking, like, doesn't that Quintantino's got it, hasn't he? Yeah. He's got the people he uses and people go, why would you keep using them? Because they're never letting down. <laughs> They never let him down. No, exactly. You know, something old actor. Oh, he's in a film again. Yeah, you know why? Because he's brilliant in Quintantino films. Yeah. And you always look forward to seeing him. Yeah, and yeah. I think, and I think, obviously, you like the people you use. Sam Peckinpah, one of my all-time favorite directors. Mm. He used the same people for everything, whatever was going on, whatever generated. Because he said. I, I knew I could give him these lines and they do it, they hit yeah. the mark and done. Well, Sergio Leone was like that when you think about it. I mean, look at like Clint Eastwood and Lee Van Cleef as well. Yeah, they're playing different characters. Yeah. Well, it's not so much Eastwood, but Lee Van Cleef is. 
but you do, you, but it's called the, the, the Dollar Trilogy. None of the films are related to anything. Yeah, it is a weird really thing. Called a trilogy. They've got nothing to do. And no, one of them's no. a remake. Well, yeah. so, so, <laughs> yeah, so uh, well, they're all sort of remakes, aren't they, think about it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Right, should we uh, chat about the film? We, we, we're not going to do what we normally do, but going through this thing, because it's, it's more of a symbolic film. This uh, thing, no, it's right? an allegory. It, it, it really is. Like I said, I was, I was reading some like, the reviews. I was reading some reviews mm. at the time. And so well, a lot of people didn't like it, even though it did really well. It did because very, very it was... Well. Which it was hitting you on the head about religion, wasn't it? Yeah, and it, there's also a lot of stuff in it, in it which now you could probably film. Uh, and not, I wouldn't say get away with it, but the, the film starts off really, as we said about the opening score, and you see the stranger, Clint Eastwood, ride, a, riding into town. It's not a brilliant first 20 minutes. is fantastic, Well, he doesn't, it? he doesn't say anything for the first seven minutes. It's of the film. just brutal. Yeah. And you know what you're in for this film. Because one thing about this film, in the whole of it, it's a brutal fucking film, isn't mm. it? It's not a nice film. But I think what, what, make, what makes people uncomfortable about this film is the fact there's humour in it. And the humour is, 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 is amazing. It's yeah. amazing humour, not like Laugh Out Loud. But it's sort of like the scenario stuff. I mean, there's one bit where, when he walks in, first of all, he gets to the bar... A beer, gets a bit it? of a faucet. Yeah. Lovely looking beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Lovely. obviously, because that's why I like it. Because you've only rarely seen me Western drinking beer. Yeah. Do you? Because he has a beer in a bottle, doesn't he? He has a beer in a bottle. And what I like about that is that one, it looks like a. But, you know, you've been riding on your horse all day. It's a hot day. And, you got, and he did look like a nice, crisp beer. Yeah, yeah. And then he goes over to get his. I mean, that barber. What a nervous barber for a start. His hands shaking all over the place. But when those three guys come in, I don't know if you notice it, when he shoots the one for the head straight away. The look of light on his face of total surprise. Yeah, yeah. That's another Leon kind of like character. Definitely. The, the, I think the, another thing what I quite like about this film, as a joke, it doesn't just always rely on gun battles. No. You know, I love westerns, but I don't like westerns where it's all set up for a gunfight at the end. Mm. This is not about that because you think the ending's going to be what? Don't you think? Mm. Oh, it's going to be set up because everyone never saw this film before. Mm. And so it's just something for me. He's going, oh, is it setting up to a big? I said. No. no, no, there's no, no heroics no. in this. Oh no, and that's what's nice about it because he kills the three people for, not, for not much, really. No, but you find out that they're, they're part of the, the the troop of you know the the, the, the gunfighters who are supposed to come into protect the town. He then goes walking off, yeah. and then he gets well deliberately. This girl, yeah. bumps into. Now him. this is this now, this. You know you've got to talk about it, haven't you? Because. Yeah. The sexual politics in it, you'd never get you'd never get away with that scene in a film. Now. No. You probably could shoot the scene, but it'd have to be very different, and mm. she'd have to be really far. They'd never have it where she gives in to him. No, no way. Because I was just say, "What's that with Emma?" Emma was mm. like quite disgusted by that yeah. scene. But I said, "You don't, you don't really got to think about what it's." I said, "I couldn't really talk about it halfway." No, through because you're gonna, you're you gonna give it away. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? All these people so did she, in did, this. Uh, all, did she get it afterwards? She did, but she said it's still not nice. There ain't any woman would allow herself to be right. But this is the whole thing, though, isn't it? Because she, he bumped, no, she, she bumps, bumps into him, and then she starts abusing him, and he, he doesn't, he doesn't give any kind of crap. But then he's sort of like, she's yeah. going on and on. But I'm is like, it again about yeah. him? Because I think that scene. Well, I was trying to think. Why was that scene put in it? Is that scene to show that she's screaming for help, hmm. and no one helps her? Yeah. Just like him. Yeah. That's what it's all about. It? These people. They are all bad, aren't they? Yeah. They're all dis- fallen people, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, because, I mean, Corrupt. the whole of this film, I mean, we might as well say it because, I mean, you know, otherwise... Yeah, most people know this Yeah, film, and, you know, it's basically the fact that you find out, really, that the stranger <clears throat> is the, almost like the spirit or the ghost yeah. or somebody... You don't know if it's good or bad. No. You don't know, you don't who know. Who was the marshal who got whipped to death 
Uh, and whilst all the it's a horrible folk, thing to whip someone to death as well. So horrible. And if you notice when you see the flashback when he's lying in the bed and he has a flashback of like what happened to him or to whatever, is that the last words he says, you, you can all go to hell. Yeah. And that's the key line, that is the key line. But all of them stood there, right, watching him and didn't help no him. No one helped him. But and then you find him. out they're all in it as well, aren't they? Yeah, because it's all to do with making money from the mine. From the mine, yeah. Now, she's one of those people that watched him. Yeah, and you whipped. find out she's sort of with one of them as with, well, isn't with, she? Yeah, so she's really part of it, which is the reason why, like I said to you, does she deliberately bump into him because she feels guilty about what happened? And feels the need to be punished for what happened, and you can't really get much more than punishment than, oh, than no. being but raped. Just, really, oh no! Oh, like I said, I think of its time, but I just think it's so. There's two scenes like that, isn't it? Where and it's like which it's, one out of the two do you think is the? I mean, they're both horrific, but I mean, it's what? not. It's not horrifically <coughs> shot. It's not like the accused, no, no, is no, it? No. Well, but all, I, um, what's the one with the? The oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, irreversible. Oh, no. no, no, it's not like that, and it's not gratuitous, but it's just a bit weird. The other one is actually probably as bad because she sort of hates him, and then for within five minutes, he's in bed with him. But she, but she, all the way through the film, though, she's standing by him or looking at him, and I'm not saying that's just because no, no, that it's not that that's, what said, yeah, that's what people don't think we're saying. Oh, I don't think it's that bad. It, no, it, it is, is that it, bad. It, is and bad. it sort of makes you feel uncomfortable, and it does. I remember seeing it as a kid when I first saw this film, mm. and I didn't understand that bit. I did. I couldn't because I'm young. Yeah. I didn't understand sexual politics. I didn't understand. I actually it. really like that because the fact that you you kind of like because it's Clint Eastwood, you want to. You want him to be the hero. You want, you want, and you want, and you do a lot because you, you know he's anti-hero in it. <clears throat> but that scene, you're there going, you feel uncomfortable about it, not only because of the fact that what the subject matter is, but also because of the fact that you you want to really like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can't like someone no, who you does can't. that. You know what I mean? But what is interesting about that scene is the fact that he clearly does go and she's saying, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" He he rapes her, and then at the end of it, she's not putting no. up much of a fight. And the interesting thing is, is again. This was like the the controversy about straw dogs. Same, it's the same. Seventy three, kind of co- yeah. Right, I think this was people were talking about it then. Mm. I think so. It was the end of the sexual revolution, wasn't it? I think people were talking about mm. empowerment of women. You know, kind of. You know, but it's still, it's you know, it's it's going on at the moment, isn't it? Mm. It's all going on in the world now, at the moment. It also happens as well in Goldfinger, where you yeah, know, you're on overpowers on a black man's character, and 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 really, in essence. You know, it like, does like, like, absolutely, really. yeah, yeah. But then she's kind of like getting into it. Now, that's the problem. That's the, yeah, that's the big problem. That's, that's what I said. It was her looking like she's enjoying it. But in this, for instance, I think the Bond one is worse for that. In essence, and although we are looking at it in, you know, I suppose you have to use the word millennial, which I hate the word. Yeah, 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 but there's no excuse for that, and and that's the reason why you feel uncomfortable for it. But in this instance, because the character. Is looking for redemption. Is looking to be punished. Is that? Oh. Is that? Does that bring it into acceptable terms oh. of writing for the, this? Yeah. Do you know oh. what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's I a difficult. It, I personally believe it is. Yeah. Right? And and that's what makes you question and makes you feel uncomfortable about it because of that. And you should be uncomfortable. It's about so, that. You're not going to watch that scene and go, Whoa. "Oh, that's cracking." Oh god, get in there, get in there. Get in there. No, <laughs> no. Because I think, like, I think if that scene was done now. Instead of, you know, I think the rape scene could still happen because rape still happens, 
But I think instead of enjoying it, she'd become passive, wouldn't she? I yeah. think she'd probably just go quiet now well, and just get get over with. I think that's the most important thing because that is like a, what a lot of, of, of ladies have said. Yeah, you, go passive. You know, gone, through that, her, gone, gone through that horrific thing where, you know, it's easy for people to say, oh, Fight what did off. you put on her phone? No. You, swear you, can't, you can't imagine what kind of horror that must be. You're in and, shock and, as well. Yeah, right? And you yeah. go into shock and you think, if I don't pull a fight, it'll be over quick. Quicker, exactly. You know what I mean? yeah. and, and I think that's also a little bit like that. I suppose if you was to refilm that now, you'd have to make it more horrific so that it's more... Yeah, kind of, but the trouble is with doing that then, you'd lose total empathy yeah, yeah. for the character. Well, I'd be interested. You should put out a shout out. Shout out like, like, <laughs> if there's any, is any like, female... Listeners mm. who haven't saw this film or yeah. have saw this film, mm. because I always say I think in that scene a woman's view is more important than a man's Absolutely. view. Absolutely, and, and because she's having a horrible thing done to her, he's in control. You don't give a shit about what happened to him. I don't in that bit. No. But I'd like to know: Do anyone who hasn't saw it, or younger people, or feminists, or whatever, what's that scene? Uh, even if you know not to buy the film, because it's not really my cup of tea. These scenes are it's, it's all on YouTube. It's all on YouTube. Watch that scene and see what you, you instant, mm. you instant what you I think about. I used to that Amazon here because it would have been really yeah, good yeah. Because like I said it's it, like I said, I was reading some scene. He still talked about in film studies in America now mm. that scene because it, it's so ambiguous. Do you think? I don't. I don't think that's as as worse as Straw Dogs. Though. The Straw Dogs one is a bit horrible because. She's doing it to sort of wind her husband up to get him to become a man. Yeah. And it's like, wow, that politics is bad. What? So the only thing that makes him a man is being a second But that's also, and... that's kind of like also what still happens in this day and age, doesn't it? It, it still has been reported where people have been trapped by that kind of thing and yeah. stuff. And I think that's Do you know what I, I say? It was a bit like him, weren't it? In um, Suicide Squad, the, uh, the Batman bit. Oh, yeah. You think that bit, loads of people didn't like that bit. Mm. But he's a predator. Yeah. And this is the thing, that bit where he sort of looks at her very weirdly, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, and loads yeah. of people said, do you know that bit? It uh, was sort of not, it was shaved in the American cinemas that scene. Oh, really? Because he, he said, that he put it in to show you that Batman is odd. He's, he dresses up as a bat. Exactly. <laughs> and he, he's a man, mm. so he would find someone attractive. Yeah. But people don't want to see that. They want to see a hero. And I think that's what Clint was doing with this film, weren't he? Oh, yeah, yeah, a yeah. hero can mean lots of different things. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so go and have yeah, a yeah. And, yeah, and do let us know what, what it, you it's think. A, it's, all, it's always really... I don't know why. Maybe because of the fact that we're fairly conscious people and we don't want to... Don't want to no, but you can't, it's, but, yeah, how can you talk about that scene and not talk about that? Can, you, you can't just skirt over it because yeah. if someone watched it and goes, well, you didn't talk about no, the rape bit. Which yeah. Is, but yeah, I think skirting over stuff like that is probably the worst well, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, so... Let's <clears throat> see the first 20 minutes, man. <laughs> so he's raped someone uh, and, uh, and then he goes off on his business and stuff like that. And he, he, he gets kind of like asked to... Well, the, the people that cause the whipping of the, the marshal end up being released, don't they? Well, it's not a classic trope yeah. of, you know, like our guapo. You know? Yeah, well, yeah. And then, you free for him, and he goes, oh, they're going to be released. So you just think it's going to be a standard, mm. he's going to wait for him, he's going to have a sh- uh, thingy, but no, it's not. No. A, it's not that. Also, not that, you find out then that, that actually, the, the townspeople, the townspeople will set those up and got them arrested. Yeah. And that was, so what were they, what were they thinking about that for? You don't know. Because well, as soon as they're going to be released. But I think it's bad. That prison there. They're mm. giving the guns back. 
Well, also, what, I'm, I'm back. What, 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 <laughs> killing people. I'm back. Have you guns back? And also, he turns around and he goes, uh, "We have three healthy horses. Where are they?" And he goes, "What the hell do you think you've been eating for six months?" <laughs> so they've been eating their own horses. Yeah, He's yeah. like, "Oh well, there you go." You know. Um, so they're on the way back, and the, the townsfolk know that they're coming back, and they've seen like the strange. And the gunfighters are dead because he's Cause killed. He's yeah. So he turns around and they offer him basically carte blanche, anything you want, you can have. And he goes to the store, he gets loads of cigars. It yeah, gives yeah, the Indian the Indian yeah. people those bottles. Uh, of yeah, yeah, the Me- yeah the Mexican people don't they? Yeah, because that's where you know something's a bit different there because he's like they're sort of being really derogatory about them. I mean, and he's yeah. like he's like no 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 they can have them sweets yeah. and he goes get some boots and he has all the most expensive stuff doesn't he? Yeah. Clears the hotel doesn't he? He's he's a, he's a new saddle. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. New gun. Max. Uh, Mordecai. Oh, Mordecai becomes uh, sheriff and mayor. And mayor, which is really interesting. There's an there's a little bit of a similarity here between that and the prisoner, which I'll bring up when we do the yeah, prisoner. Yeah. Again, oh, right, yeah. Just small yeah. people in line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he then demands that they paint the whole of the town red. Yeah. Which in in reality the the cast actually did start painting the town red, and then of course obviously the crew took over and painted that. Oh, whole, right, yeah. Ridiculous uh, amount. Yeah, of and then he pa- changes the town name, doesn't he? He changed the name from Lego to Hell. Oh, yeah. And this is when you get to realise the fact that when you turn around, you can all go to hell. And what is even better, one when he goes and teases the, the bad guys with throwing dynamite at them. Oh, I like that. Because I say to him at the beginning, because even though he's going to save them, right? Even though they don't know who he is yet, surely they must do. But I think it's the guilt covers that up, doesn't what, it? Would you know? I, I, I suppose you'd just forget about it, wouldn't you? Well, they, but they don't know anything until the very last scene. Yeah, because all. he says to him, that, 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 the, the, the really corrupt mayor says to him, well, why haven't put a sweetener in it? Give you five uh, five hundred a head. He goes five hundred an ear, doesn't he? Yeah. And he shoots that one's ear off, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and they are the right dirty looking. Yeah, oh, that, horrible. Because yeah. they kill lots of people. Well, they, they killed they killed those <laughs> people. they killed that them two guys who are at the camp. Yeah, yeah. And said, oh, this guy's got some nice duds. Yeah, yeah. So he ends up stealing his clothes as well. So they're on the way. He, uh, the stranger tries to teach a man to shoot he knows they're going to be terrible. Yeah, don't and you that's think that scene there? Is, you know, I think that scene is about Vietnam. Because yeah. there was a fa- it was a famous statistic only like one in fifty bullets ever hit anyone. Because yeah. most people do not want to shoot people. No, no one wants they to kill do people. not want yeah. it. And it's quite hard to train someone to be a killer unless they're shooting at you. Yeah. Just to rant and that's it's like that it's going down a thing and they, sh- they can't do it, can they? No. Nah. They can't I mean, and he's he's got an amazing sh- he's an amazing shot, doesn't he? Well it's, it's, it's way too many goes. Jesus. And that classic guy comes up and says, I didn't know my wagon was going to be shot. I think it's, what's it going to say? You're going to look pretty damn funny with that knife shoved up your ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Now that guy, he's of course the Hell's Angel in the Any Which Way You Can films. Oh! You know, no, we're not doing them films. <sighs> no, 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 no. I can't be myself to watch you anymore. <laughs> no, I really no, 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 no. I really can't. It's a bit like smoking about it. Yeah, yeah, But, yeah, so they're pretty bad. Anyway, the, 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 the bad guys do turn up and because uh, they set fire to the town it's all a blaze. So bear in mind this it's is It's like now, a party, uh, isn't it? Yeah, they set up like a welcome with yeah, picnic yeah. tables, which is really weird. I love the way that he tells that bloke that he's going to use his barn as the picnic table. Because <laughs> they all, they're all, all are double-crossing people. The, the mayor, they're even trying to double-cross him when he does about giving them money. He goes, we don't have to pay. We don't, you know, money after paying. Because that's the point. They're all... Like a den of fucking vipers, isn't yeah, they? Yeah. Everyone in that town is involved in it apart from Mordecai, you know? Yeah. Because he's been Because he's been bullied all the, all yeah, the way Yeah, because he gets beat up later on, doesn't he? He beats yeah. him, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, So, 
Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I quite like that because that's that's extra redemption going on. But then, of course, you do get you do ultimately then get the the gunfight where he. he, he but it's makes, a funny gunfight. It's a bit of a gunfight, but what he does, like, a whip he whips, fight as well. Yeah, he whips but, two. And of no them. one does anything again, do they? No. He whips one to death, and then he, he hangs the other one the other hand, yeah, from the whip, and then excuse me, he shoots the other one dead. Yeah. And then because he says the classic line, "Because who are you?" Well, Mo- Mordecai, when he's all calmed down, Mordecai is actually because the woman turns around, the one he sleeps with, the the hotel owner's wife, she turns around and says, "The reason why because." Uh, uh, Jim Marshall never have been able to rest and he goes why well, because he he's lies in an unmarked grave yeah. that's the whole point and as he's going up Mordecai is putting the cross up with his Marshall's name, name on and he goes I never did know your name and he goes yeah you do yeah yeah and that's when he was, and that's when you realise that he's yeah. turned the town to hell because Marshall turned around and said you can go to hell yeah and he's now confessed yeah. and he can go away now there was originally in this film that was not going to be uh, the the um, the case. I already said to you the character of Marshall Duncan was played by Buddy Van Horn, Eastwood's longtime stunt double, to suggest that he and the stranger could be the same person. In an interview, Eastwood said that earlier versions of the script made the stranger the dead Marshall's brother. He favoured the less explicit and more supernatural interpretation and exercised the reference, so he took all of that out. So that means then you do realise that he is the same person. Yeah, I, like come back to, I think that's I love great. the ending as well, because he's just riding off, and he's got that really weird music, he's got a little electronic, yeah, yeah. and he's just going, and he just disappears. And disappears, and you don't know what happens. Like I said, it's a sort of the same character, using power, right? Power, I yeah. think it's a, 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 like a Western <coughs> myth, isn't it, about yeah. the Avenger? Yeah. But I think what he turned it in this, is his vengeance was not nice. Nah. It, it was hot. Well, a lot of the people dying there, you know, yeah. a lot of people who deserve to die do die. Um, and again, this is like we were talking earlier on about the rape scene, is that when you suddenly see the big picture and you find out about the whole thing that comes on, and not that you can say that anyone deserves No, 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 you, you can't because... No. But you, then you, you, could you turn, want to say that. You want to say that. But, but then you could turn around and say that this is his retribution. Yeah. He, does the, he does what he thinks is the worst thing that could happen to someone, and that would be obviously for, yeah, for yeah. him to be raped. Well, oh, said, for a bloke to be raped? Yeah, would yeah. be exactly the same. Like you said, the stuff in that, you'd never do it now. No, no. You, you'd probably get banned now, I think, if you put a scene like that in now. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Unless it was raped by a woman. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, you can get like, you know, rape revenge films. Yeah, maybe be... if she got a vengeance, yeah. it might be different, but I think you'd really struggle. And like I said, well, we've talked about it a bit. That'd be really interesting, though, wouldn't it? Mm. Again, though, if anyone would give that, that kind of script a chance. Because I, I think, I mean, there's some there's some cracking women script writers out there who have absolutely the most amazing and, and fucking vicious ideas, man. Yeah, yeah, I think, you know, really, I, I, mean, I think I'd, I'd pay money to say that. I think it really good. Not to see a man get raped, from me. Or anyone get raped. Oh, no, does that. <laughs> but that, you know, but to see somebody, you know, because it is like anything writing is, and, well, we all know the film industry is, is very, you know, even now he's still male. I don't right? care. Well, I was watching the. Uh, the Bafters last yeah. night, and they, I'd say ninety-eight percent of the people who went up on stage were men yeah. who won stuff, mm. had best sounds, or twelve blokes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah but uh, no, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's you know, this is why I wanted to do this film because I think out of all the westerns, it's not straight down the die. I don't like stuff like High Noon and that. No. It's good guy in a white hat and him in a black hat. I like things that are ambiguous in this film. Is saying I love Adolf Joseph Wells as well. That was the other one I was thinking about mm. doing this. Oh, I do love that. This film was actually filmed uh, in sequence as well, um, which is I love that. I don't know in sequence. Film. Did you when you were kids? You just thought all films. All films like that. Film when you think about that, because of the fact that he built, he had the town built oh, and yeah. also the interiors are built. 
I suppose you can get away with doing that. Yeah, a lot I, easier. I, 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 don't, I don't know why people don't don't do it more. I know, yeah, people actors are not always together at the same time. Nah, I think that's nah, what a exactly. lot of it is, isn't it? Um, here's uh, two two last bits of uh, uh, trivia for you. Um, in the scene where Clint Eastwood lights a stick of dynamite with his cigar, is a homage to spaghetti westerns from. Uh, yeah, you know, just saying that it obviously is, isn't it? Yes. It's uh, and uh, also typical enough in the graveyard where you got the gravestones on there. Uh, if you look at the names, it's like Sergio Leone is on there. Oh. The director of Dirty Harry is on there as well and all that. Uh, and this one, which I did quite find funny. Uh, shortly after the film's release, Clint Eastwood wrote to John Wayne, suggesting that they make a Western together. Wayne sent back an angry letter in reply in which he denounced the film for its violence and revisionist portrayal of the old West. Eastwood did not bother to answer his criticisms and consequently they did not work together. Yeah, yeah, like I said, yeah, yeah. yeah but I think that was a... The westerns had changed by now. Yeah, yeah I, I like. I was brought up with John Wayne. Yeah. But the more you read about him as you get older, watch his films. He's not that great. I know people no. go, but he's not. He was a vile person. Yeah. He's supposed to be a horrible person, and he was really, really racist about Native Americans. Oh, oh yeah, that was well known. Well known. So, right, I mean, so it's a, a bit of, bit of like. Bit of lum, that is, isn't it? Coming from him about that one. Yeah, you can't believe they never put him in a film together, though, can you? I mean, you think uh, about it. You thought, because yeah, there must have been a time in the 60s but where they were like both who, big. You know, I mean, uh, like we were saying earlier on, though, I mean, what was the other film that John Wayne did that he wasn't a cowboy? Where was that cop? Was it Mac? Uh, oh, no, I like the ones when he was in Scott, uh, when he was in uh, that was that one in uh, when he, oh, God, what is it? No, no, not, not McQueen. Is that McQueen? McVic- not McVicker. <laughs> I might want this one, but I'll be the best. I can't remember. That's fantastic, Lawrence. Well, um, <laughs> yeah, we get I'm the best. I'm not going to win this one, but I'll be the best second you've ever had. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, it's a dodgy, well, an actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what is that? I know, yeah. I know, that's it. I like John Wayne. And I liked his war when you were kids. Yeah, yeah. Because you didn't know any better. And it was always on, weren't it, John Wayne? I think, as well, though, that I think there's. I think the search is a good Western he Yeah. Yeah, you know, he has done some good ones, and uh, uh, you know, the one where he played True Grit. True Grit. Grit. He has done some good stuff. Yeah. I think he just needed a strong director because he, he just. Don't... Fellow. Yeah, there'll be the fighting yeah. for the longest ever fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. more in our heart, isn't it? We need a hoody hoody. Yeah, yeah. It's a hoody hoody. So there you go. Yeah, so that's uh, High Plains Drift. A little bit changed from our normal uh, format. Uh, anyone was interested, it was on ITV4 last night I recorded. Yeah, yeah, that was amazing. We were talking it was about a bit that. of luck. Like I said, I've got it on Blu-ray. And anyone who's out there who hasn't got it, don't buy it on Blu-ray because there's no difference. Nah. So don't, you know, because I've got, I've got lured into too many of that. But as you keep telling me, they're just transfers, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, unless it says it's properly remastered. Like you're watching The Prisoner at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is what you call yeah, it, yeah, remastered. Or like, you know, them Hammer ones that just look oh, yeah. bloody amazing. Yeah, yeah. Again, though, that's another makeup issue, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. The yeah, blood's kind of like. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's something. Get the hairlines. You can yeah. see where people have got the hairlines coming up. You can see how they got the wig. That's <laughs> the problem with the Shatner. <laughs> you can see that wig on there, I'll tell you. And also, as well, I mean, no, let's not get into wig conversation. No, let's not into wig. We didn't talk about that at least for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, I'm still amazed by Edward Woodward's wig. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, what are we doing next month? We are doing uh, Prisoner. Prisoner, aren't we? yeah. And after that, we don't know. And after that, we don't know. But uh, it looks like with the Prisoner, we may have, I don't know yet, but. Uh, uh, somebody who's really quite in the know on the prisoner is going to send us an audio comment. Not, and not about Pottery. No, it's not about Pottery. No, no, he no, he's he's actually really interesting as well. But also, um, he might, and I don't, I can't say anything going to happen. Uh, bring in a conversation with the uh, person who did the music. Oh, so that's a bit of a coup. That's a bit cool, is it not? Uh, but anyway, uh, that's don't build drones. Don't build drones. Don't be me and forget it. Yeah, if I'm just <laughs> so, skipping through it. So if you do get a chance to watch the prisoner, which I do strongly recommend. 
there are some wonderful uh, Blu-rays out there. They've just re-released a new edition, actually, oh. with some extra kind of content, uh, which has never been released before. Which I was very tempted to get, but I can't really afford so it. Another it 50 quid on a, on a <laughs> yeah, box yeah. that I've already got. But those people who just want the, the normal Blu-ray edition, you can get that now a lot cheaper, because obviously this one's been... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's it. So please do listen to all the... My voice is really good. Yeah, yeah, sir. <clears throat> uh, please do listen to all the blurb uh, coming from our good friend, Jen. And we shall see you next month. Bye. I don't remember lending my wagons to be shot up by these goddamn fools out here. Well, you're going to look awfully silly with that knife sticking up your ass. You've been listening to Waffle On. If you'd like to get in touch or join the mailing list, you can by emailing the guys at waffleonpodcast at gmail.com. You can also have some waffly fun by joining their Facebook page. Simply type in Waffle On Podcast in the search bar and away you go. This has been a Waffle On production, copyright Simon Meddings and Mark C. Kelly.